The Toyota MR2 sports car. Lexus, the result of our relentless pursuit of perfection. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota. Toyota. Let's go places. In the early morning of Thursday, February 11th, MedStar paramedic Trey McDaniel was heading to work when his car hit black ice alongside other vehicles on Highway I-35 in Fort Worth, Texas. In this 130-plus car pileup, Trey's 2011 FJ Cruiser was hit from behind by a semi-truck traveling at a very high rate of speed after it itself had hit black ice. He was launched into the northbound lanes and despite a lot of damage to his vehicle, the main cabin of the FJ stayed intact and he only suffered minor injuries. After being hit, he crawled out of the mangled FJ and he started helping arriving firefighters and paramedics check cars and load people into ambulances. In what the state deemed a mass casualty event, six people unfortunately lost their lives in the wreckage. And we want to keep the families impacted by those losses in our minds and in our hearts. Hearing that people thought he died in the crash, Trey posted about his experience on Reddit, where we at Toyota saw it and we responded, offering to replace his FJ with a 2021 Forerunner TRD Pro in Lunar Rock. We know that other vehicles were involved in this crash, other Toyota and Lexus vehicles, but it's not every day that people get out of their vehicles and they go and help others. We are honored today to have Trey McDaniel on the Toyota Untold podcast to tell us his incredible story. So today on Toyota Untold, the Toyota podcast, we have Trey McDaniel, who is a paramedic and did something kind of unbelievable. And you might think, Trey, that this is like normal. This is standard operation every single day. But you were involved in an accident, a really crappy accident. And instead of just being like, man, I got hit, you got out and helped people. So talk to me about that morning of the accident. What happened? So stories told where, you know, I'm, I wake up that morning to go to work. I'm a paramedic over at, at MedStar in Fort Worth. And it just felt like any other typical morning. I uh, got up showered, got dressed, had a bowl of mini wheats and uh, I walked out the door. You like mini wheats, don't you? I do like mini wheats. <laughs> mini wheats are good. They got a lot of fiber in them. It tastes good. All right. So, uh, you know, normal commute to work is about 30 or so minutes and I got to head down uh, I-35. I usually take the tollway because it's the fastest. Yep. And that morning, uh, while on the tollway, I did know that it was a little colder that morning. It was about 24 degrees, but I, you know, it was, it was typical for, for Texas to be kind of abnormal weather like this. So I didn't really think anything of it. So the certain stretch of tollway that I was on, there was, there was a little bit of a hill and then there was a bend. And uh, at the top of the at the top of the hill where the bend was, you could then see what was a little bit further down the road. And as I was approaching the top of the bend, I could kind of see some taillights and some brake lights uh, way up ahead and on and off the tollway. So, you know, 
like anybody else, I you know, I put my foot on the brake and started slowing down. And I realized that I had hit black ice or I was already on it. You know, the the vehicle I was in, it was a 2011, it was an FJ Cruiser made by Toyota and it um say it isn't so. <laughs> I love that vehicle. It uh the the ABS, the braking system, it it kicked in full force. You know, you could you could feel it. Any, anybody that owns a Toyota or, or or an FJ understands, you know, that that feeling you get when when the, those brakes start start pumping and, and and doing its job. The 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 brain of the the whole the whole vehicle is 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 going. It it goes crazy, and and, and you and you know that. But the FJ was able to slow me down enough to where I, I just barely tapped a vehicle in front of me. And I was so concerned about slowing down that I didn't realize what I had just slid into. In front of me was a giant pileup of vehicles on the tollway. There were uh, semi-truck trailers, um, Several trucks, bunch of cars, they were all piled up together. I couldn't see beyond the beyond this giant pile up in front of me. I didn't know how many cars were involved. I just knew this was big. This was dangerous. But I was safe. I was in, uh, you know, I was sitting there. I, unfortunately, I was a sitting duck. Can I pause you right Go there? Ahead. Talk to me before we get into the actual accident. Talk to me about your 2011 FJ Cruiser. What did it mean to you? Oh, yeah. So, so I got that FJ in 2012. So I don't know if this was has been has has been explained yet or not. But I used to work at a Toyota dealership, mm-hmm. Texas Toyota and Grapevine, and that's where I actually purchased this FJ from. It had 13,000 miles on it. Um, I traded in a an Avalon for it, Toyota Avalon, 2000. 2001. So you're just straight up like a Toyota fan. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it super fan, but you know, I've driven other other vehicles before. But I always fall back on Toyota. It's just, there's just something something about them, the way they drive, the fit and finish on on the interior. There's no you know when you push on a little certain panel, it doesn't creak or or make any sort of noise. It's the the fit and finish is fantastic on Toyota. So. It, it always makes me come running back for more. And, and um, my 2011 FJ, it, it was uh, after working at the Toyota dealership, I, you know, I did a little bit of, um, I looked into it a little bit and it was a, a, the previous owner was also an FJ owner. He traded that FJ in for a, the newer model FJ. Okay. So he took very, very good care of it. You know, he had all upgraded a little bit on his own, put a leveling kit which I swapped mine out later on for a, an entire suspension swap, uh, put icon suspension on it, stage three, front and back. And then I also, you know, had the had front bumpers, winch, rear bumper, shackle mounts, always carried recovery gear with me, uh, put different tires, wheels. I had the, the um, fuel vector 17-inch wheels on that with... Uh, they were 285 Nitto ter- trail grapplers, I believe. And they, uh, I went through two sets of those or, or, or whatnot. I, I just, I love those tires. And, 
And um, I think, you know, those also came into play with helping me stop as well. It, it, and so I went off-roading with that vehicle all the time. It was just so capable off-road. Um, and, you know, I wanted to get out there and people, the uh, the non-believers, the, the, the haters, the, the people that didn't think that, you know, Oh, it's just an FJ, you know, fake Jeep is what they, uh, I've always heard. But What? It, <laughs> what did people say about it? Yeah. Wow. So, As a and, tundra passes in front of us. Exactly. And so <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I almost felt inclined to prove them wrong on the trails and it, and, and it very much showed them up. I mean, I can't tell you how many Jeeps I pulled out of, uh, out of ruts and ditches it was so capable. It could, you know, anything that Jeep could do, I, I could, I could do just as well. And, um, I, I, I miss that. I miss that FJ. It, it, it really treated me well. So flash forward, right? Okay. So you love that truck. Yeah. You took a lot of pictures of it and posted <laughs> it on your Instagram True. at Trayman 780, which uh-huh. people can follow you at if they are so inclined. Mm-hmm. And let's flash forward. Then you lightly tump the, tap the bumper in front of you okay. of the person after you slip on black ice you're like man i made it what happened next so i need to figure out like where i could go what i could do as far as getting out of the situation i was in um you know i my first thought was oh great now i gotta go pass along my insurance information to the person i just tapped in front of me and so then, annoying i know <laughs> and so i i I looked up and, you know, after seeing all the other vehicles, it just kind of dawned on me like, oh, no, this is a this is a serious situation. And I it, it really dawned on me after I saw a uh, uh, it was a it was a little four door car that slammed into some other cars. Uh, I was in the left lane. This car slammed into some cars on the right lane and it just it, it made a mess of them. And I, I was uh, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, this is not good. I looked up in my my rear view mirror. Of course, I can't get out of my driver door at all. It's it's up against the center barrier. So that was not an option. And I'm I'm just watching this my rear view mirror, some some headlights, and then I start seeing some sparks. And there's a there's a semi truck that's barreling towards me at, at highway speeds, not able to stop. And uh, and you're watching this unfold. I'm, I'm, and you're, I'm watching, you're, and I have no other choice but to watch this. It, it's you know, it, it. I didn't realize what was about to happen, but you know, I kind of, I still had my my seatbelt on, but I, I, you know, I I grabbed the wheel, I just kind of put my head down and 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 braced for impact, and that was. It was that, all you could do. That that's you know yeah that's all I could that's all I could do and um just kind of hope for the best there. I, I honestly at that at that exact moment I thought it was like I thought it was my time like I thought it was like the end and you know not a lot was going through my mind at the time just other than the fact that there's a semi heading straight towards me. So there's a video of this someone going northbound not on where you ended up, but on the other side of the northbound lanes was filming. And they were, you know, you could see this. You saw your FJ lightly tap the car in front of you. And then you see the semi come and hit your car. And you can see it. And it's hard to watch because you see it 
hit your car, hit the other car. At that point, you're not sure which car as you're watching the video is your car versus the truck that was in front of you. And, but you see at some point, like if you watch it enough, your FJ flip, spin over into the northbound lanes, over that barrier that you couldn't get out into the northbound lanes. And as much as we are reliving and talking about this, like, I want to go to the point where you kind of like take stock, you wake up and you're like, not wake up, but you are eyes open. You're like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. In the northbound lanes. Yeah. So, you know, after after the dust settled, I kind of uh, just open my eyes and, you know, I move my arms. I'm awake, which was odd to me. But, uh, you know, I, after the impact, I, honestly, I had no idea what had just happened. It didn't occur to me. But I moved my legs. I'm okay. My left leg was wedged underneath the uh, brake pedal. I had my, my EMS boots on. They're a little bit larger, and so it, it kind of got wedged under there, and I had to kind of break it free. But I was alive, which was which was a miracle. And, and I outside, I keep hearing cars crashing, and, and then I hear screaming, and it's there's a lot going on right now. And so I, you know, I look out my passenger side window. I lift up the side curtain. Every single airbag in that vehicle went off. I lift it up. I don't see any cars. Okay. I lift up the driver's side curtain. I don't see any cars or I see a few, but they're, they're just kind of stopped and, you know, they're intact. They're not, they're not wrecked. And so I, I'm like, okay, I need to get out of here. This is not good. It didn't occur to me that I, have, I was on the northbound side of the, the highway, but I crawl out of the, the driver's side window and I start, you know, I, I must've hit my head, but I, I felt, you know, I felt a little dizzy, a little fuzzy. My eyesight was a little, a little blurred. But I finally, I you know, I kept mentally telling myself, "Look, you're you're alive. You're good. Just you know, get through this." And it it after about a minute, it kind of went away. And I I kind of went, I kind of just like got a second wind of something. And it's amazing what adrenaline can I, do. I know, I know, and, and it, it's 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 a <laughs> it's a great drug. But <laughs> I um. Adrenaline, hell of a drug. <laughs> hell, hell of a drug. Absolutely, hell of a drug. And um, I started asking some, started knocking on some windows. There were a few people walking around. I asked if they were all right. And I started knocking on some windows, saying, seeing if other people were okay. You know, I was getting some responses out of them. And then I saw a police car that was wrecked. And I went to go ask him if he was all right. And he was in the northbound side. My vehicle must have hit his is his side uh, doors were impacted. So I kind of, I knocked on his door and he kind of opened it and I, I, hey, are you all right? And he goes, yeah, are you? I said, I think so. And around that time, I saw flashing lights was, <laughs> it's always a beacon of hope for me every time I see <laughs> the flashing lights. And, you know, I just kind of, I was drawn towards them and they were coming closer to me on the, they were on off the toll road, but they were on the north northbound lanes. and. I kind of started walking towards there and they stopped right up next to where my vehicle had landed. And I was 
you know, there was still kind of smoke coming from my vehicle. It wasn't on fire or anything. It was just, it was just a big impact. And, mm-hmm. and like walking, walking past it, I could see, I could kind of see the crew that was in it. They, they jumped out and they started walking towards me and, and they saw my uniform because I'm, you know, of course I'm, I'm dressed in my, my, my work uniform and mm-hmm. full med starred out. Yeah. And, and, and they, they look so confused and were they like, How'd you get here before us? Exactly. We just got here. Because they were under the impression that they were like first on scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they looked at me kind of funny and I walked towards them. I started, we started talking and they asked, so what's going on? I said, I was, I was just in that. They go, wait, you were in that? You, and I pointed to the FJ and they were in complete disbelief that I just I was walking around talking to them and they they were like wait a second no and they started talk, asking me you know some of the, the questions that you would normally ask patients that were involved mm-hmm. in something like this you know I started answering all their questions appropriately do you know what day it is exactly where are you <laughs> how, how many fingers am I holding up yeah exactly and you know I answered them flying stars and and, and you know, I told him, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. And so about this time, some uh, the first arriving fire crew showed up and they were able to get into inside of the wreckage, start, you know, helping people. And the other crew, I think they, they went back into the ambulance to, gra- to get some uh, more information about where to go uh, from a command. And uh, I heard a firefighter yell, hey, we need we need a stretcher. We need a or we need a backboard or something. And, you know, I look over and he's carrying a patient in his arms and she's screaming in pain. And, you know, I yell over that ambulance, hey, get your stretcher ready. We need, we got a patient. Um, just raise it up all the way because there was, a, there's four foot barriers in between, you know, the ambulance and bet- dividing the highways. Mm-hmm. And so I went to go, I went to go grab this patient and, you know, she's complaining some back pain. And, you know, as I'm, you know, carefully carrying her over the highway, Keep in mind that we're still on black ice. There's yeah. there's black ice everywhere, and so I you know I see a couple of fire crews, you know they're they're slipping on the uh, on the ice, and you gotta be very careful when you're walking. So I'm carefully carrying her over the highway, and or across the highway, and she, you know, uh, they're getting the stretcher out. And I'm assessing her. You know, you wiggle your toes, make sure you know, answer my questions. Um, so you're doing the same thing to her that basically your ambulance crew had done to you. Exactly, exactly. And so you know, it's just the the without any tools, it's just basic baseline kind of kind of questions that that we we ask. And so you know, where where's your back hurting? Okay, that kind of thing. And so we, with help from another person, because it's a tall barrier, we we helped lift her up and over the that uh, that divider onto the stretcher and. Uh, they they took her back to the ambulance to uh, further treat her, but then I hear another firefighter say, "Hey, we need a backboard," and, and uh, I think it was like two backboards or something. And, and so I, I, they were with that patient, so I hopped over the barrier again, and I, I went to go grab one of their backboards. I I brought it over to uh, a couple of those firefighters, and then we get another backboard. And so I'm like searching for another another ambulance. By this time, there's a lot of crews that are on scene. So I go track down another backboard. I bring it to another fire crew, and 
after I bring it to that fire crew, you know, it's you know, my su- supervisor sees me. It's like, what are you doing? Where, You're like my the, job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my job. And it's just, they, they saw me, but it's like, they didn't know I w- they didn't know I was there. But you had a cut on your nose, didn't you? And you were bleeding. I did. I, did. I was bleeding. That was your giveaway. That, that was my that was my giveaway. So <laughs> that was uh that was the reason why they wouldn't let me work anymore. So they noticed the I pointed to my FJ and they you know nobody could believe that I, I crawled out of that by myself. And I've seen it in person. I still can't believe <laughs> you know. crawled out of that yourself. It it takes a lot of forces to twist that metal up like it did. So But uh, also the cabin kind of remained intact. Like it's kind of it's a crazy beautiful. It is. It very much is. And you know, it you know, somebody somebody said it I can't remember. I got a comment somewhere that said, you know, the the FJ was designed to sacrifice itself for its occupants. And you know, you could definitely tell that by by looking at the pictures of, you know, the aftermath that, you know, the cabin was intact, driver and passenger. And so it's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, the designers and the engineers that were everybody involved with that, they they thought about those little tiny things like that, where to put the crumple zones and, and whatnot. So so when, you know, after you go off to the hospital, finally, you're yeah. save people, you go off to the hospital, get checked out. And at what point do you realize that, like, obviously, this was very big. There were more than 130 cars that were involved in that. And you felt the need to post on Reddit because that's where we, Toyota, saw your story. Yeah. So that was kind of the spur of the moment kind of thing of my post on Reddit. So, you know, right after it, uh, probably about two hours after the whole incident, I got notified of a video that had surfaced of my vehicle that got impacted. The one that kind of, it, it spread like, it's, it spread everywhere on the internet. So everybody saw it and they were all, a lot of the comments, the, the general consensus was that guy in the FJ. The guy in the FJ. They recognized the FJ because the white roof and, and, and the shape of it. Right. But they were, oh, they were worried about that guy in the FJ. And I just, I felt the need. It was 3 a.m. I'd woken up. I couldn't fall back asleep. And I just, just everything was going on. It had been less than, you know, 16 hours after the incident. I just, I, I couldn't fall back asleep. And yep. so... I made the post on Reddit. I, I had all those pictures that I'd taken on the scene and I put them up there and, you know, I was just, it was just a, a notification to everybody that was concerned and worried because there were some people that were very, very affected by that video. And it was just mm-hmm. my reassurance to them that I was okay. And, it, you know, I was alive and it was because of my Toyota that I survived that that impact. And, you know, that was my main reason for the post. And I made it in the FJ Cruiser sub subreddit. And, you know, and I I also uh I also got a I got a lot of comments that I was finding forums and comments and posts about about that specific incident and the FJ and all across the internet and you know i i tried to reach out to everybody that i could to to let them know that i was okay and that that one that one post was my main way of doing that on reddit i know it's I know it was kind of a 
a niche subreddit, but I think the first time I saw it was someone had posted it in the video. Oh really? And that looks expensive. <laughs> the that looks oh, expensive the- subreddit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that looks expensive, yeah. That one. I saw yes. that cross post. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, huh. And then you made your post. And so it's something, obviously, you know, we do community management at Toyota. We watch for things for trends. Mm -hmm. And so I started started to see it pick up like Friday into Saturday, which these things always happen Friday into Saturday. Even if the incident isn't then, everybody just gets online and focuses on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So at that point, we saw it and I said, all right. First thing, got to alert, you know, marketing. We got to alert certain people that this is happening. This is picking up. And what do we want to do about it? Right. To see, because if it doesn't go anywhere, you know, fine. All right. I don't know who you are. (laughs) So I got to do some research on you. Exactly. Because if we're going to the point of like offering a free vehicle, we need to know who's this person. Did they do what they said they did? And also what I thought was fascinating, fascinating when I looked was I found your LinkedIn. You created that what in like high school or close yeah. to high school? <laughs> uh, we're talking about that. All right. We talk <laughs> that's about awful. It. My LinkedIn. Oh my I goodness. found your LinkedIn. Texas but Toyota. That's what it said. It said Texas Toyota of Grapevine. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. He's one of us. Uh-huh. Hold on. <laughs> So you know what we did next. We called Texas Toyota of Great Mine and we said, who is this person? Do you know them? (laughs) What type of person are they? And what do you think they said back to to me? I know what they said back to me. I heard straight from the source. (laughs) (laughs) They said, awesome employee. He was great. One of our best salesmen. We really hate that he left, but gosh darn it, he just wanted to become a medic and we could not stop him. (laughs) That's what they said. So I was like, oh man, like another good person in the world. I mean, you know, it's, it's always, it's always been in my nature and, 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 you know, everybody that I've worked with, they all, they all know that I'm just generous personality that, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to. You just have forward. to help, don't you? You just can't let it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, and, and you know, it's it's even it's it sucks. It's kind of a hindrance sometimes because even in my daily life, like I'm I'm doing something. I got bad ADD, and it it doesn't help help it at all because I'll be doing something and somebody asks for my help, and I'll be, I'll be like, "Ask me first. Like, so I'm very good with computers. You know, I build computers and fix them and whatnot. And then they'll ask me, "Hey, how does this work? Or, or I need I need help with this on my computer. I'll literally stop." what I'm doing, no matter what it is. And I'll, I'll go, I'll walk over and I'll go help them. And it's, you know, I may spend, you know, two minutes on her. I may spend two hours on it. It, it is just, I, I'm, I'm there to help somebody and, um, no matter, no matter what the task is. And that's just always how I've been. And sometimes it, it, like I said, it, <laughs> it sucks, but you know, there's always, there's always good that comes out of it because, you know, people appreciate it. And this is why. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and this is why I uh. am like, I wish I was a better person. <laughs> You're like, no. That's what it's, it's like, like, huh? Oh, that must be nice. No. I 
this is why people call you a hero, right? This is, and I know that's um, uncomfortable. Yeah, I know it's uncomfortable. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not the only person that does this. It's right. I know every single person that signs up to do the job that I'm in, and even even other first responding roles. It's it's a heartless act. I have to say that, like, we know that other Toyota and Lexus vehicles were involved in the accident, but. People don't, their first instinct isn't to get out of a car and start helping other people. And that's why what you did, and it's uncomfortable, I know this, but, and this is why when we see something, much like Pandra, you know, in Paradise Fires uh, with his Tundra, you with your FJ and now new Forerunner, when we see this, it can't be ignored. You can't look at that in community management and social media and say, yeah, that's great for him. See you later. And that's why I, as a social media person at Toyota, raise it up to my leadership and say, hey, guys, this is pretty extraordinary. I think we should do something about it. And they do. They do. The leadership looks at it and says, let's give him a new forerunner. So I did what I do before we I responded to your Reddit post. I got to call you because I'm not going to post something on Reddit for you to be like, is that a lie? Like, what's happening here? You know, like, that's weird. What is this? So I call you. You didn't answer my call. Thanks for that, by the way. (laughs) There was a lot going on that day, okay? There was was a busy, busy couple days for me. (laughs) I am joking. Okay. So listen. To be in all honesty, I would not have answered Mike. I do not answer numbers <laughs> that I do not know because let's be honest, it's some extended warranty offer that I do not need <laughs> here in Texas. True. The Texas people, the Texas extended warranty game yeah, is out, out of control. control. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. So I called you, you didn't answer. So I do go to step two of the give a free car plan, which is you know, hey, it's Tyler from Toyota. Like, can you give me a call back? What did you think when you got that text? <sighs> it's fake, right? You thought it was fake? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest. I didn't even see that text. <laughs> I didn't even see that text. I got a call from my dad. <gasps> That's right. I talked to your dad. I got a call from my dad and said, hey, I'm sending you a number. Um, they said they're from Toyota. Um, she didn't give much specifics on it, but I think you should call them back. So, okay. And I can't remember what I was doing. You're driving I was to driving. Walmart. I, was dri- I wasn't going to Walmart. <laughs> I wasn't going to Walmart. I was going somewhere else. I just so happened to pull over because I couldn't handle what you had told me on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to be driving like that. So I you know, I pulled over. Safety first. I, I love it. I, yeah, absolutely. And so I, I pulled over and we had a conversation. So that's... Uh, That's right, because I had a couple numbers for you. I thought they were good numbers, Mm -hmm. but it was your dad instead. I mean, that's still a good number to have. We share the same name, legal name, so it gets confusing sometimes. Yes. So I called. Your dad didn't pick up either. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So I texted your dad the same thing. Hey, it's Tyler from Toyota. If you could give me a call back, I'm trying to get in touch with Cherry McDaniel. So he called me back. And I said, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Trey. Do you have a number for him? He said, yes. I said, okay, great. He said, you know you don't make the FJ anymore. That's what your dad told me. (laughs) That's what your dad said to me. No. And I said, yes, sir. I'm very aware. 
I'm and I'm very sorry that we don't make the FJ anymore. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh my god, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're too much dad too and much. that's what he said and so i said listen don't worry we're going to take care of your son i just need a number for him and that's when he finally finally gave it over <laughs> <laughs> your dad's a trip your yeah, whole family's a trip yeah, i love all are. of them yeah they are so <laughs> then i got in touch with you you finally answered the phone you called me back thank god thank you know what your dad i think is the whole linchpin in this whole yeah, situation yeah. <laughs> So you called me back and I said, hey, listen, I'm going to post in Reddit. I'm going to let you know that we're going to give you a free car. We're paying for taxes. We're paying for anything that needs to be covered on the vehicle. But we're going to get you a new Forerunner. And then you had to pull over in Walmart. What was your initial thought when I called you? Well, I was driving with Allie at the time, girlfriend, and she you were on the 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 high the big speaker or something on uh what, what was i in oh, they gave me a jeep as a rental <laughs> and uh they uh i, I pulled over and I, which i just kind of looked at her and i said i just kind of mouthed no way no way this is real and you know and you kind of explained a little bit more and i'm like are you serious right after you know, I was trying to keep it calm and collective on the phone. And, I, you know, fortunately, I started to tear up a little bit. But it, uh, after, i tell you what, after we got off the phone call, my eardrums were ringing from bleeding from her screaming <laughs> so happy, happily. I was like, what in the world is going on? And I was just like, I had the biggest smile on my face the rest of the day. I just, I could not believe that, you know you know the company that i you know i have so much pride in and i and i enjoy driving and i'm an advocate for everywhere i go even though even though i'm not selling them anymore you know they reached out to me and and and, and you know they wanted to do something like this and it's it still blows my mind even though i'm sitting in it right now that's right. We are sitting in the Forerunner right now. Sorry, Dad. We don't make an FJ Cruiser anymore, but we are sitting in a 2021 Forerunner TRD Pro in Lunar Rock. Lunar Rock. Mm -hmm. It's a very special color to me right now. Very special. It's a bomb color. It looks different. I mean, to me, I'm also gray, green, blue, color, <laughs> but it changes in like yeah, different lights. Yeah, absolutely it does. It's a little overcast today, but... It almost looks cement gray on some days, and then yep. um, the uh, looks a little bit of a has a green hue on others. So it's it's very nice. Mm -hmm. So okay, so Tuesday I contacted you, and then nine days later we gave you this beautiful 2021 Forerunner TRD Pro in Lunar Rock. So we had to locate it, and then we got it there by the. So we contacted you Tuesday. We got it there by the next Monday after we located it. And we had to have a COVID-friendly presentation, <laughs> yep. which is not easy in these times. No, it's not. Because as I told you, when we do anything at Toyota, we come full force. We cannot do it, you know, halfway. And everyone was, I, can I tell you something? What? Everyone was so excited to meet you. I, I had know. I had to turn <sighs> executives away. And that's and that's crazy. People that don't even know me, but yeah. you know, people that just want to meet me. It's yeah. it's it's uh, What's is that the wildest part yeah, for you? Yeah, it is. It really is because uh, we were talking earlier and I told you that, you know, 
before all this, like I just kind of glided under the radar, you know. Yeah. And it's service uh, to others. Exactly. About self I just and... I went I went to work. You know, I did my job. I, you know, it, you know, I may have gotten a thank you or two here and there, but I never it was never expected for me. But now it's I didn't really have a choice. I was just kind of thrown into the limelight. Yeah. You know, literally. Yeah. And it and figuratively. <laughs> true yeah so um it's it's definitely a change for me mm -hmm. um that i'm slowly starting to get used to maybe you know maybe it'll burn off but uh, you know it, it we'll see um you know i was talking to a couple other people and they just said you know this is all for you you know i think you've said that a time or two as mm -hmm. well and um so i'm just right now i'm, I'm playing it day by day I'm, I'm trying to you know reach out to as many people as I can, everybody that, you know, I tell my story to and, you know, they're either inspired or, you know, they're, they're so, they're so glad that I'm alive after seeing, cause they, they probably saw the video and they're so glad that I'm, I'm here to, to share it. And it's, you know, just riding, riding the wave, the Toyota wave right now. It's really, here's the thing. It's really a Trey McDaniel wave. True. We just happen to be like the surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a, that's a that's a good one. So you had the post, right? Yeah. The post on Reddit in the FJ Cruiser subreddit, which is very small to begin with. Yeah. Had like 2300 upvotes. It had like 600 comments or close to Very abnormal for that subreddit. Right. Which is why they pinned it to the top mm. of the subreddit, by the way. <laughs> so, mm. are people reaching out like you never thought they would? Yes. And I'm still getting comments um, on that original post. Still getting, you know, DMs, which I just recently learned how to respond to. <laughs> I never knew that. This was is a social media 101 and, uh, right you here. Know, you know, Mr. 10 year account over here doesn't know how to respond to a DM on Reddit. Okay. I, I really, you know, the Reddit's changed a lot over the years. So I'm still trying to learn all the, the You're new You're busy saving people. And, and yeah, exactly. I, I you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a lurker that has an account. You know? Aren't we all on Reddit, though? <laughs> <laughs> and and so it's um, it's just crazy how it all worked out. So now, so after the accident, you opened up your Instagram to be public from private. And you went from like 100 followers. To now you have like 1,800 followers. Yeah, no, and it's I, still growing. It's, yeah, uh, it's 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 crazy. And, and um, you know, it, I kind of made it public because I want other people to kind of people, especially people that have been, you know, keeping up with the story or just hearing about the story. They want to, they kind of want to follow along this, this new, this new path, this new journey that I'm taking, you know, unfortunately not without, it's without an FJ cruiser, but it's, you know, it's, it's with a, a new vehicle and it's kind of like this, this new branch in my life that I want to share, you know, mm -hmm. share with people. And so, yeah. Um, you know, making it public, I think it was a, a good, good decision. It's, it's kind of weird because I, I don't really, you know, air out all my, my dirty laundry to, to the you world. Don't, so. You don't have to. I know, but it, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's just weird going so public with it. And, you know, and I felt it was right because I mean, my story is already public. I yeah. might as well, you know, continue, make a continuation of the story. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't end with that accident it it continues because i'm you know i'm growing and i'm living after the fact so i'm just sharing that with people yeah um and it's you know i, I made that because i wanted to primarily be 
the adventures and the 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 journeys or the journey of the the mods and 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 upgrades that I I, I plan on doing to this new Forerunner. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Tell me about the first time that you saw the new Forerunner. <sighs> so that's uh you talk we we're talking about the lunar rock color. Yeah. Yeah. So um I first read about it on I think it was like a Reddit post or something in like my Google News feed or or something. And I, you know, I'm always keeping up with the latest and greatest and as far as uh, Toyota goes, or at least I try to. And mm-hmm. and I, I saw that that was the color for the new TRD Pros this year. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, my sister, she she bought a, uh, a Lunar Rock RAV4 earlier in the year or, yeah, earlier in that year. And so, you know, I was like, wow, that is a very very pretty color but it looks so different on a rav4 versus it does your four it does and that's, I have to and that's say. the thing because we lined your sisters in and your she, car up. she has the she got the one with the like the snow cap the white roof yeah and so two-tone it, yeah, two-tone exactly and it looks a lot different kind of her vehicle runs me of the fj what color was your what is the name of the color of your fj you know that's a, it's funny you say that because so mine was a 2011 and that year, that particular year, it's very weird because when I went back in the service department to get some touch-up paint a while back, they couldn't find, they couldn't pinpoint exactly. It took them a while to pinpoint that exact color. It was a weird color code. Huh. Um, it's it's not the normal silver that the that you'll see FJs in, like the 2007 to 2010. Yeah. It's a different, flakier, um, slightly darker metallic silver. I'm trying. I was waiting for you to say a color because again, I am green, gray, blue, colorblind. Oh, so to yeah. me, it I, looks green or yeah. blue. Uh, I'm yeah. No, I I understand, but it's the way. I don't know what it was, but it they finally found Someone it. Someone emailed me and said, "Was that was his FJ yellow?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I've got it, it was definitely like, not yellow." In the videos and comments, who was in that red FJ? <laughs> Purple FJ. I didn't know they made purple ones. I know they make whatever. It maybe it had like an iridescent top coat. We don't know about it. You know. Yeah, exactly. So I, I as far as the color, it was it was a special it was a color. Silver. Very very <laughs> special was... special silver. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we held a special ceremony for you at Texas Toyota of Grapevine because how could we not? As your LinkedIn profile has <laughs> told me, you work there. As Which a sales... has since been deleted. Yes. Yes. You work there as a sales assistant. We have done a lot of social media uh, refinement <laughs> in the past 10 days. So you worked as a sales associate from 2013 to 2015. Uh, yeah. You sold a hell of a lot of Tundras in the month of December, what, 2014? Uh, 13? Yeah, 14, I believe. Uh, top dog tundra sales and then um that's so one, cool number one volume leader for uh all vehicles in december so yeah i mean you know it's, i went in not knowing anything about sales to getting two two trophies you know i posted those on my instagram that's so cool proud, proud of them yeah um and it's you know car sales is not easy mm-hmm. it's it's not easy but you know if yeah, i just kind of kind of learn learn to do it kind of thing it's and it's it that job has really helped me in the job that i'm in now yeah um because connecting with sales it's all about building that rapport Mm -hmm. and you know and and i I told you this before it's like 
you know, you got to, I learned to build rapport at Texas Toyota and now I'm, I'm kind of, I'm relating that back to my job now where I have to meet people and I have to interact with them. And Sometimes to, at their lowest point. Exactly. Like I connect with them on their absolute worst day mm-hmm. because, you know, nobody calls 911 on just to say hi and, and you know, everything's roses and, and, and whatnot. And it's, it's, it's their absolute lowest point when you meet these people. And so it, it's really, really helped me in, in my job now. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we decided to have, it was like a homecoming, I felt like, you know, yeah, to have, it was great to have the presentation of the truck the there. Presentation, yeah. So you got to come in, you get to see it. What is it like seeing your new forerunner? It's yours. <gasps> How many miles did it have on it? When it you saw seven it? miles on the odometer when I, when I hopped in there for the first time and it was, <sighs> It was, I was, it was still a dream. I felt like I hadn't even woken up that morning yet. It was, it was, I was kind of overwhelmed with emotion when I first saw it. It, 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 you know, it was exactly, I'll drop this one because it was exactly the same. It was the same exact vehicle. My dad had sent me a picture of three weeks before that collision, before the giant incident on I-35, that pileup, he sent me a picture of this exact vehicle. He was out and about one day doing errands, and he saw a TRD Pro Lunar Rock 4Runner sitting parked somewhere in some in some commercial establishment. And he just he hopped out, he took a picture of it, and he sent it to me, and he captioned it "Next vehicle?" Question mark. I look back on that three weeks before the accident. I got a picture from my dad asking me if this is my next vehicle and <laughs> it's wow it's it becomes crazy. like prophetic at some point you yeah. know oh yeah and you, you never imagine something like this would ever happen to you i mean i got up that day thinking it was just gonna be a normal day i'm gonna go give some more covid covid vaccines to patients mm-hmm. and next thing i know my my whole my whole world is turned upside down. Because that's what you are on your way to do. Because sometimes you work in the ambulance and treat sometimes, trauma. Sometimes you do exactly. COVID Some, vaccines. Exactly. It's like whatever. MedStar is a governmental agency. So whatever they're contracted out to do. Right. Exactly. And, you know, that day I was detailed to do the the COVID vaccines um, over at the uh, uh, Tarrant County Outreach Center. So I, um, <sighs> wow. Wow. And now, now, now I'm here talking, talking to you. This is the in never, the forerunner in in a brand new 2021 TRD Pro Forerunner. It's got that new car smell. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I hope it, it, I would. Hope it never goes away. <laughs> I hope it never goes away. But and, so, uh, what amazed me is you've you've had this vehicle. Hold on, one, <laughs> two, three, four. We are on day five here. Of you having this vehicle, and you have already started modifications. Tell me what you've done. Okay, just just a few things, just the simple things. I did the Chrome Delete kit on the interior and exterior. Mm. Um, AJT Designs. Um, he has some different mods for the uh, the the shifters, shifter knobs, um, interior, and then uh, also the key fobs are really cool that he makes. Mm. Um, I've been following him for like six years on on instagram and i remember when he first came out with those and i've always wanted one and i never they, he made one for the fj but i never really jumped on it but 
I figured now is now or never. And then um, also just a couple little tweaks, interior, just a, a screen protector on the infotainment system. Uh, looking forward to maybe a level kit. There's a couple companies that make a, um, a level kit. Westcott, Westcott Designs makes a level kit mm-hmm. for the Fox Shocks. Shocks, yep. Um, they do a fantastic job. So um, just uh, got window tent coming tomorrow. Um, thanks to Fat Lip, Fat Lip Customs out in Haltom City. There, you know, every there's a lot of people reaching out to me that you know they want to they want to pay back something, and I don't. This I, is unbelievable to you. I know I it is. I, it's <laughs> I know. I, it's just but crazy people just say like again. No one just jumps out of their car injured and is like, all right, let's do this. Get me a backboard. I'll carry this patient. Let's help people. Yeah. I, I, I just, it, it, it's just all I know. It's just what, what's been ingrained in me for the past five years, ever since I decided to jump into this role. And, and you know, it, I haven't really looked back. It's just kind of, I've had my eyes on the prize ever since. And, you know, looking forward to um, working so many years in EMS, I'm looking forward to jumping into the, the fire side of things. You know, yes. it, it, uh, I still get the, the EMS aspect of it, but there's also the additional firefighting aspect, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm definitely looking forward to. You know, I, I went through the fire academy. I, you know, I I went through paramedic school all my time. And so I put myself through all these different certifications and programs in hopes to further my career. And, I, you know, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, that aspect of it. I don't think you know how rare that is. Like to do it, then help people and that you, you're not asking for anything in return. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody on Reddit is responding to. You do it because this is the kindness of your heart. And while the word hero might feel uncomfortable, <laughs> it is appropriate. Yeah. I know it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't wear a cape or anything, so. <laughs> My uh, six-year-old son, he kept asking me questions about you. And oh, he yeah. said, what did Trey, he kept saying, what did Trey do after he saved the world? That's oh, what no. he kept saying. <laughs> That's cute. It was super cute. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying, after he saved the world. Wow. I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to correct you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, you kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh-huh. You have your new forerunner. You talked about the things you're going to do to yeah. it. But what's next in the future? So you have always, after EMS, you want to become a firefighter, correct? Right, right. That's the future. Right. Talk about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's always something I want to do. You know, ever since I've been a little kid, it's, you know, it's been in the back of my mind. And, you know, you know, after, after high school, you know, I had it on back burner for a while. And then finally... You know, after Texas Toyota, I jumped into EMS, and then after EMS, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm. It's kind of, kind of the steps that I, I needed to take to get into that fire firefighting role, and um, so it's, uh, yeah. I just remember when I was when I was younger, um, preschool, my mom would every every single day, yeah, she would drop, she would stop by the fire station so I could just go say hi. Really? Mm-hmm. At Cobb County Fire Department. Yep. And you'd got, hang I got out. Pictures. Yeah, I'd hang out for you know five ten minutes, and then she'd take me off off to uh, preschool. So yeah, I re- I remember all those things. So. Um, and that was it. That's when it was born. You yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. It, it'll. It, I I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when it would happen. I, and now that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 
grown and I've I've reached a maturity level, I can finally kind of start gearing for that particular role because it, yeah. it takes a lot. It takes yeah. a lot um, of, of integrity and and a lot of uh, a lot of backbone to be able to you know do a lot of these jobs. So we had some surprises for you at the presentation right. of the Forerunner, and I told Allie about them, and she did a good job keeping a secret. Yeah, she did. <laughs> So, um, one of the secrets was that our CEO of Toyota Motor North America, or TMNA, Ted Ogawa, was coming. You didn't know that. What was it like to meet the CEO of <sighs> Toyota? He was very appreciative of of what I what I did, and and you know that whole time shaking all these all these hands of every single exec executive that I you know I met. It's it it all felt so unreal that I, that they, I was actually, you know, there in their presence, especially during COVID. I never thought that would happen, but it, it's like, wow, you know, yeah, everything that you do for this company is, is, is really, really showing, especially today. And, you know, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. You know, I probably could have talked to him for another hour or two. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, time we was limited. Had, you know, we had executives fighting to come to this, but we were that's limited on heard. space. That's what I, that's, that's what I heard. And you know, I, I, it just, it blows my mind that they're, they're fighting just to, just to meet, to meet me. It's I, like, a, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's wild. I know. Yeah, I know. But it, like, we had to be like, no, you can't come, but you can come. <laughs> We've got space. We we all have to stay six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one thing that Ted said, you know, part of his message was that he has shared your story with Akio Toyota, obviously the CEO of Toyota Motor Corporation, the entire global company. What does it mean that like Akio knows about your story? That's wild. That is that is wow. I knew his name when I was working there at Toyota, but you know, I never really. Never really imagined that you know I would actually have a a connection with him, and then being able to make a a, a video message to Akio is it it wow yeah wow and and from hearing from your feedback I mean he he loved it yeah he absolutely he he loved it he loved hearing back from from everybody and and I just never even imagined that this story would would reach all the way. To Japan like that. I heard this morning from when I went to the office briefly, someone was like, oh, Japanese media got this and they love it. And you know when Japanese media oh, get yeah. it, they, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. it's a big deal if the Japanese media get a hold of it. Um, I need to hire a translator or something. I don't know. <laughs> Start those dueling. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So the other the other surprises in store were TFS Toyota Financial Services. Oh my goodness! Generously, like Mark Templin was there, who's the CEO of Toyota Financial Services, and he, while he did not speak, I know you talked to him privately. They provided and covered this forerunner for a VSA Vehicle Services Agreement for maintenance and warranty. So you're kind of like covered on this. Yeah, there. <laughs> I mean, I never had any issues with my FJ whatsoever, <laughs> and I doubt I'll have any on this. But it's nice to know that you know, <laughs> I'm I'm completely covered no matter what. That's it, it, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Wow. And then there was one surprise that even caught me by surprise. The person who organized the whole whole event, 
your former general uh, manager at and partner te- now. And, he's a partner now. Yes, um, Neil from Texas Toyota yeah. of Grapevine. He gave you insurance for uh, years. He get he cut you a check. Yeah, he did. that was a surprise to me. How did you feel? You know, at that. I, Everything didn't really hit me up until that exact moment because it's like he just, it, it was, I was blindsided by this. I wasn't expecting it. everything else. I was kind of like mentally preparing throughout right. the week. And like, and then he blindsided me with this. A big the, check. He brought a, out the big it check. It was the fat check. It was the, <laughs> the ones where you have to stretch your arms out to hold. Yeah. And, and it was like it, Happy Gilmore style throat exactly. in the back. So it, uh, you know, working with Neil, he's, he's always been, he's always been like a, a, a you know, a leader and he's somebody that I looked up to, especially when selling vehicles. He always had like the the best advice whenever I was feeling down about, you know, maybe some customers that didn't come in for their appointment or, or uh, you know, I didn't sell a vehicle or, or something like that. He always had the best advice of, of, of bringing me back up. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just kind of like that, that figure in my life, which, you know, you know, he, but not a lot of people get to uh, get to appreciate that. And so um, and, and the fact that, you know, he, he still remembered me after all these years that I've been in EMS. It's like he also told an awesome story about how there was a like some sort of ice situation. Ice apocalypse. Yeah. Ice, <laughs> previous yeah. to this one where yeah. you were in the accident where people, you know, got stuck in ditches in front of the dealerships. And once again, not even an EMS yet, you <laughs> raced out there with your FJ to, like, pull people out. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. You just can't help yourself, uh, no, can I you? No, I didn't. I mean, I, I, I used to carry chains and, and, and toe straps, just recovery equipment, and the FJ just for that that sole, sole uh, purpose. Just in case. Just in case. Absolutely. Always, always be prepared. That's, you know, that should be a life philosophy. Were you a Boy Scout? Uh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't. A, I, I didn't go all the way through the Eagle, yeah. Scout, Eagle Scout, but you know, I still yeah. carrying all of those traits. Be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and that's what I, that's what I plan with doing with this Forerunner. It's going to be like a kind of like an Overland kind of preparedness kind of vehicle. I feel like that's a Texas pride thing. As a Maybe. transplant here, it's like just be prepared for anything uh, yeah. and help out. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, a- absolutely. And so, yeah, I got to rebuild my my kit for. For the back, because I had a really nice um, uh, stow box with all my recovery, all my you know jumper cables and, and every I had a whole bunch of stuff in that kit, just like emergency kit. And it was a big giant Plano box, and it just got shattered with the accident. So I got to rebuild all that up. But is there um, anything that you saved from the accident? There is. <laughs> so in the FJ Cruiser, at least in my particular model, I had a um, in the center console, there was a metal FJ Cruiser cutout. It was like a cover for that center console. And I was able to salvage that. And I, my, my plan is to frame it up with the license plate that I had. Yeah, I just kind of make like a little, just a little something for the wall just to remember it by. And, of course, um, a tribute. And the other thing that I was really concerned about getting was my patches. Yes. <laughs> Because you had patches all over the roof of yeah, the car. I yeah. haven't put them up yet, but they're in they're in the back of the forerunner right now. They're all in a bag, so 
I had to shake all the glass and everything out of them because it was a mess. No. My, my mom was helping me scrub the, the glass out of each in, interval patch because, you know, every time I would take it off, I, you know, I had to start putting gloves on because I'd get glass shards and my fingers pulling those things off. So, but I was adamant on getting those, those patches back. They were, I had probably about a hundred something, hundred plus patches. And, you know, yeah. it was kind of like a badge of honor having those things up there. And, you know, it's, it's, they were before the accident, though, too. They were absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and and so um, they were coming back with you. I I did retrieve those, um, you know, I'm, and I'm happy to uh, put any other patches anyone wants to send me as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure Alan and the Pandra. I think he has one that oh, he worked on. Oh, that would on. be awesome. Yeah, that'd be. I need to make my own. You need yes. The FJ <laughs> needs a memorial patch. I like that. Sim- yeah, 2011 sim- to 2021. Yeah, someone reach out to me, give me some ideas. <laughs> or a pin. Pin. Yeah, pin would absolutely. be good. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Trey. So that is an amazing story. Everything you've told me is just like, just crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, there's there's things in the future, right? That happened with the FJ. You now have the Forerunner, and there's more things to look out for in the future. What is next for you, the Forerunner? How can people follow you? Absolutely. So, I mean, next next for me is, you know, getting back on my feet. You know, the, you know I sustained a, a slight injury during the accident on my left ankle. So, I'm trying to rehabilitate that one. Um, I'm going through physical therapy. So, as soon as I can get that, I can get back to work, and get, get, get the ball rolling again, start testing for, for more fire departments and, you know, kind of uh, progress my career in that in that way. You know, for the for uh, you know, for the FJs no longer, but you know, it it it'll. I'm gonna try to uh, relive its memory through this new Forerunner by you know upgrading it. I'm gonna I'm gonna looking into new bumpers, front and back winches, new roof rack. You know, I'm I'm really gonna rig this out the way I want to. I I have a vision for it, and I hope. You know, everybody can follow follow me throughout that journey on my my Instagram. I'll be posting up all my pictures in that. Uh, and what's your Instagram so people can follow absolutely you? Absolutely, sure. So my Instagram is at uh, treyman seven eighty, and so it's T R E Y M A N seven eight zero. And um, I'll be posting up every single picture that I can in regards to uh, all the the new upgrades. Every little single every single tweak. I do on this on this vehicle so I'm I'm very excited um and I I hope to see you all there. Yeah. Cuz people who are interested in you cuz you're fun, you're interesting and also you love Toyotas so yeah. you know that helps. Uh, it does. <laughs> it does. Absolutely. <laughs> when can we get your mom into a Toyota? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That's going to be that's going to be difficult. That's going to be hard to prior All right. That. Listen, I have a difficult <laughs> husband, you know. They exist in our families. True. True. Well, I'm going to work on your mom. I got every other person in my family into a Toyota, so All right. I'm doing all right on that that front. Tell your dad I still profusely apologize about the FJ, all right? <laughs> I think it was out of your hands at that point, but <laughs> I will. I'm still sorry about it. I never want to disappoint that man. All right, Trey McDaniel, thank you for joining us today on Toyota and Tyler, appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Hearing Trey McDaniel's story is not easy, and it wasn't easy for him to tell. I've had the honor of interviewing both Trey and Alan Pierce from the Paradise Fires. And what I can say about these two gentlemen is that while they are regular people just like you and I, 
they are extraordinary human beings. They won't call themselves heroes, but it is clear from their actions that that's what they are. And in this type of year that we've had because of the pandemic is really hard and challenging for a lot of us to have these good news stories that we can listen to and enjoy and feel like we're a part of just brings us closer together as a community. Thanks for listening to Toyota Untold. This is Tyler. A reminder that modifying your vehicle with non-genuine Toyota parts can negatively affect your warranty, safety performance, and street legality. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and or hosts and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Toyota or Lexus, divisions of Toyota Motor Sales, USA, Inc. Please note that Toyota Motor Sales, USA, Inc. is not responsible for any errors or the accuracy or timeliness of the content provided. Used with permission, all rights reserved worldwide.